We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, good to have you with us right here on uh, the Team 980 and as well the Odyssey app. Joining us now on behalf of FanDuel is Boomer Esiason, who, of course, you hear as the co-host on Boomer and Geo on WFAN in New York uh, and the Odyssey app, CBS Sports Network on the television side, and as well you see on the NFL on CBS with JB and the crew uh, each and every Sunday. Uh, and you know him as legendary former NFL quarterback, MVP, Maryland quarterback, and voice of Monday Night Football. Boomer has done it all and has done so much off the field and as well on the field, and we're pleased to have him again And on behalf of FanDuel. Boomer, it's Chris Russell here in D.C. Thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate you. You know, Chris, it's great to be with you, and, you know, the day that I die, I'm going to make sure that you get a chance to do the uh, the eulogy. Thank you for that very nice introduction. That was, uh, that was a little bit too much, but just goes to show you how busy I am these days. I mean, you are a busy man. I think I'm pretty busy, Boomer. I I, I can't imagine what it's like being a Boomer size, and I have no idea how you used to do the Monday night games and then come in and do a morning radio show. I mean, it's hard enough to get out of bed at 6 o'clock in the morning, never mind you know, do all the travel and all that stuff that you were doing. So kudos uh, to you. You've done brilliant, brilliant work, again, on and off the field, uh, both in broadcasting and, uh, of course, uh, in terms of charitable work, which we'll get to. Um, wanted to uh, obviously talk about, and we'll start here with with FanDuel and your partnership with them. You know, a big story for us, of course, in, in the D.C. area, in the DMV area, as you know, Maryland going live uh, mobile and, and about a week and a half ago, right before Thanksgiving, it was a long process. Let's put it that way. Uh, but it's finally here. And my understanding is it's going well. Uh, tell us a little bit about your partnership, of course, with FanDuel. And what do you think it means to a state, you know, that you played your college football in a state like Maryland, which had legalized gambling everywhere, but for whatever reason, couldn't get the sports gambling component until recently. Well, there's a lot of politics involved, I can tell you that. And here in New York, we were waiting and waiting and waiting, too. Uh, New Jersey had it, and New Jersey had uh, you know, gotten in front of New York, and then New York realized that just how popular FanDuel and the app had become. Uh, then they kind of expedited it here. So now there are 17 states that are allowing legalized gambling on the app, digital gambling, if you will. You know, the great thing about FanDuel, I've been a partner with them now for about four years. This is a legitimate honest company. Uh, the app is easy, safe, and secure. It's so easy to use. And secondly, you know, one of the important aspects of it, you know, I lost a partner that had a gambling addiction mm -hmm. uh, in, in radio, you know, and I saw what that, that could do to people. And what I love about FanDuel is that they do within the app have places where you can basically control what you're doing with your bets, 
which is an important aspect to one of the reasons why I decided to get involved with them. And I watched my former partner and I listened to him talk about, you know, his uh, support from Fandle uh, in, in his own dealing with what he was, uh, you know, what had happened to him. So um, Fandle is legit. They're good. They're, uh, they make it easy for people to understand what they're betting on, how they're betting, how much they're betting. Uh, they always recommend that you bet with friends. As a matter of fact, uh, Phil Sims and I, you know, have friendly wagers constantly on the app. So uh, uh, we don't have to get ridiculous with our, our spending. We're not going to get rich off of it, but we are going to stay engaged in the game. And we're going to watch it very closely all the way to the end, uh, which I think is uh, one of the things that it does allow. So for me, it's it's a it's like I said, a quality company. It's a good company. And they do want to make sure that people bet with their head and not over it and do do the right thing, you know, by staying involved and making sure that uh, you're very careful with it. No doubt about it. I've used FanDuel. I've endorsed FanDuel myself. I can back up uh, everything that Boomer just said, not that he needs my backup, but absolutely uh, go out. And especially with Maryland now being aboard in the mobile gambling business, certainly hit it up. Boomer Esiason with us. Uh, let's talk a little NFL uh, and start at home with the commanders, of course. Um, the Taylor Heineke story, Boomer, I can't quite get my hands around it. Uh, I watch him every week. I watch him snap after snap. I watch all the, the the game tape and all that. I'm not a coach. I'm not a scout, but I've been around this business for a long time. I mean, he makes some plays. First drive the other day against the Falcons. They come out in the rain, boom, 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 right down the field, pass, pass, pass. But then there's some mystifying moments. Is that just I, – I don't want to say is that just what he is, but is that just the nature of how hard the quarterback position that you're just not going to find the level of consistency when a guy doesn't have like a howitzer for an arm? And even if he does, he might still not be consistent. You know, I, I, I like Taylor Heineke for this reason and this reason only. His teammates respect him, admire him, and want to play for him. And mm -hmm. I can see that it's the most important thing for a quarterback to have. Now, if I take uh, that and I compare that to Russell Wilson out in Denver right now or Zach Wilson with the New York Jets, it's the complete opposite. They've mm -hmm. lost their locker rooms. So it's important to have everybody on your team supporting you. And you can see the defensive players. They love him. You know, he's over there with the fist pumps. He's high-fiving everybody. He's bumping into his offensive linemen, all the things – that you want. Now, I would love a guy to be six foot five and be able to be like Josh Allen or, you know, like Joe Burrow, but not everybody is built that way. And, and those guys are the creme de la creme of the NFL quarterback world. So what I think Ron Rivera is recognizing as a former player himself is just how Taylor Heineke has ignited his team. You can't take away the fact that they're six and one in their last seven games. And he's been a big part of all of that. And he's not, you know, he'll make a mistake. He'll be a little uber aggressive throwing the football and he may throw some balls into coverage. But then again, you know, you don't want to kind of curtail him and say, hey, just don't uh, go out there and manage the game because then all of a sudden he becomes more of a liability than he is an asset. So I, I appreciate what he's doing and I appreciate what Ron Rivera is saying, that he's my starting quarterback. My team is reacting to him. And even if uh, Carson Wentz comes back, you know, Carson's still there. We could use him if we need him. Uh, but right now, this is Taylor Heineke's team, and I appreciate that. How would you manage that situation, though, Boomer? Wentz has been back at practice for one week. Wentz was the guy they chose over Heineke, clearly. Um, they invested a lot of resources into him, money and trade. He obviously didn't play great for six games, but there were some glimpses. Uh, he's been out for six games now. 
I know Heineke has been announced as a starter, but if Heineke struggles, which he does do, and they lose, do you go back to Carson Wentz if he's cleared uh, and has looked okay in practice, or do you stay with Heineke beyond just one loss and one bad performance? Well, it all depends on what the loss looks like, what the performance looks like. I mean, there are a lot of different ways that you can win a game and a lot of different ways that you can lose a game. Now, these next two games against the Giants with this weird schedule and the, right. the bye in between these two games, you know, these are games that if I'm a Commanders fan, if I'm a Commanders player, i got to believe I'm going to win these games because the Giants' record really doesn't reflect who they are. You know, they have a lot of injuries. They do not have many, if any, explosive players on offense with the exception of Saquon Barkley. They have a solid offensive line. Their secondary is decimated. Um, this is a team that is probably played over its head. Brian Dabo has done a great job uh, with the offense and with the overall mindset of the team, the culture within the locker room. Wink Martindale, their defense coordinator, tends to be really aggressive. So if you're not ready for the blitz, you know, you're going to look bad at times. So I think now that everybody has Wink on tape for about eight or nine games, 11, I should say 11 games, uh, people are more prepared to play against that blitz and are taking advantage of it. So uh, I would say that, you know, this is the Giants season is teetering where the commanders are surging. The Giants are kind of falling off a little bit. And the Giants schedule now is going to be a part of, you know, big part of it's going to be the NFC East. And they don't match up well with these teams. And it's going to be really interesting to see what happens this week. If I were a betting man on this week, which I am, uh, <laughs> I would say it's going to be a low scoring tight game. Both teams are not great offensively, and it's going to be somewhere like 24 to 21, 23 to 20, something like that. And I do believe the Commanders should be a one-and-a-half-point favorite. They are the better team, and I believe they have the better roster. Boomer Siasen with us on behalf of FanDuel, Maryland sports fans. Looking for a great place to watch and bet on all the action, your favorite teams? You can check out FanDuel Sportsbook's retail location at Sports & Social inside Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Um, and also check out Boomer, of course, mornings on WFAN, CBS Sports Network, and of course the NFL on CBS uh, each and every Sunday, former Terps quarterback. We're going to get to it all uh, as much as we can. Uh, let me ask you this, because I heard a buddy of mine uh, who still lives in New York uh, said, oh, Boomer and Gio were talking about Sean Taylor and the memorial on Monday. I have not yeah. heard what you guys said, so I'll tee you up. Uh, Boomer, I, you know, look, it's not a good look for the organization. I think we all know that. A lot of people have called it a mannequin. It drove me nuts that, you know, basically, um, you, you know, from his arms down to his gloves, there was like these garish looking rods and whatever. I understand what they were trying to do, but how bad from your perspective, somebody who played the game um, and, and somebody who's achieved what you've achieved, how bad of a look was that in your eyes? It was a bad look. It was a bad look. It was a cheap look. It didn't look right, you know, and uh, you want to honor one of your former great players, somebody that uh, reflected, you know, a, a great player in that uniform to put it on a mannequin. I mean, I could think of uh, 50 different ways to do it, doing it and doing it right. Whether you want to build a statue of the man or something, that's a different story. You know, that that's internal. That's But to do it the way they did it, I, you know, it was just – it looked, I don't know, it looked half-assed, Chris. You know what I mean? And uh, you're trying to honor a, a, a player's memory. To me, that's not the way you do it. And, uh, yeah, so we we, we kind of uh, criticized it. We, I don't want to say we had fun with it because you don't have fun with something like this because, you know, obviously somebody has died and you're trying to 
remember them as the player that they were for the franchise that he played for. And it just, it just seemed half-assed, man. It just, it just didn't seem right. And, you know, maybe in their new stadium, when a new stadium gets built for the commanders, they'll do right by all of their great players, their right. great history that they've had. And certainly Sean would be right in the middle of that. Yeah, and you speak of a new stadium, which they can't get built right now. Uh, and part of that is because of Dan Snyder. I know you've been following, again, from afar, that mess. How, I mean, can't happen soon enough, I assume, in your eyes? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, for to Dan to do business with his other 31 partners right now is probably untenable. They could do a lot of things financially for him to make it really difficult. Uh, but, I, you know, he does have a legacy franchise. And that franchise sits right there in Washington, D.C. Right. And that's a power that's a power spot. And I'm sure that Jeff Bezos, amongst others, would love to get their hands on it. And I'm sure he's going to get a premium uh, number for that. And hopefully he can walk away and take the money and go do whatever he wants to do. Because I just don't think that a lot of the owners want to be a partner with him anymore, especially given all the different allegations of what has gone on there. And the financial yeah. allegations are just as important as the se sexual harassment and the environment around the commander. So um, I, I just think it's a matter of time before it happens. And, and when it does happen, I think that they'll finally be political sport, whether it be in Virginia or whether it be in the DC area for a new stadium to be built because they, they des desperately need one. I agree. Uh, Boomer Sison with us on behalf of FanDuel. Um, before we run out of time, um, scoring and passing down across the board in the league. I, I don't have all the numbers and I mean, you know, you watch all the games. I watch the same games. Is it because defenses have adjusted, you know, with two deep safeties and all that and playing that more, or is there something wrong with the current crop of quarterbacks outside of your Josh Allen's and your Patrick Mahomes? And, and I guess now maybe even Tua. Well, we've seen a lot of backup quarterbacks playing this year. We've seen a lot of guys injured, uh, Tua was injured there for a while. So Miami wasn't the same offense that they are now when he's healthy. Um, I also think that, you know, defenses are playing, you know, differently. I think uh, they're playing with two deep safeties. They're playing with the umbrella coverage. Unless, of course, you're playing the Tennessee Titans, and then right. you're going to be playing with nine guys around a line of scrimmage and saying good luck to Ryan Tannehill because he has the same situation in Tennessee that Aaron Rodgers has up in Green yeah. Bay. Like, who is he throwing to? It's kind of like Daniel Jones here in New York. Like, who is Daniel Jones throwing the ball to? And so those numbers are going to be stunted. And when you watch the Giants play the commanders this week, you'll see that. You'll see an offense that doesn't really have a lot of big plays to it. So that's why the Josh Allens, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, uh, Jalen Hurts, uh, Tua Tungabailoa, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Look at the group of players that those guys are playing with. And look at the coaches that they have calling the plays. And that there's only like, I would say about eight teams that kind of fit that mold. And then the rest, the 24 other teams are all struggling to score 21 to 24 points. Yeah. And a couple of those guys from the Shanahan tree that I once worked with on a daily basis <laughs> uh, for four years. And of course they all left Washington and have on, go, gone on to great success uh, elsewhere. Um, your time at the university of Maryland, I know is near and dear to your heart. Um, uh, I think Coach Locks, we have him on a couple of times a year. Uh, I think he's a great man from what I know. Uh, yep. And Talia has done a nice job. I know they struggled for a couple of road games, Wisconsin and, and Penn State, but um, they've done a nice job here overall. Do you think Maryland is finally back, whatever that means? Well, it's going to be back-to-back -back bowl years, which is great. That's a good thing. That's a good start. Uh, I know Locks is uh, recruiting the hell out of New Jersey up here. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a couple guys that that he's pulled out of here this year that are going to be uh, hopefully you know big time players for him. Uh, I think that he's closing the gap. You could see when they played Michigan that they took Michigan into the fourth quarter and they had a chance. Uh, Ohio State they played with them toe to toe, and you could see that we have skill players. Where I think that we have to improve, and I'm sure he would tell you this too. We need bigger people on the offensive and defensive mm-hmm. lines. I mean, mm-hmm. we just get a little bit run over time and time and again when we play the much bigger teams that are in the Big Ten. But you know, we shouldn't like I, I say we because I do watch every week. You know, losing to Purdue is a tough one. You know, that was a really tough one for us. That was one that I felt like, you know, they they call, they call a stupid uh, uh, penalty oh, on a two point yeah. conversion down. Yeah. You know, uh, offensive lineman downfield on a two point conversion. There's an <laughs> offensive lineman downfield. I mean, come on. So, but I'm I'm rooting for locks. Uh, right. I wish they would go back to my red Terps helmet. I love that, and uh, I, they only wear it once or twice a year. They should wear that every time because I think that that is the prettiest helmet in uh, all of college football. One last thing, and I know you got to run the Boomer Siasen Foundation. Uh, I have a son with Down syndrome and autism. So, you know, um, uh, charitable endeavors are very close to my heart and, and, and different challenges. What you've gone through with your son, Gunner, and cystic fibrosis, um, you know, you've done amazing, amazing work. But for those that haven't been able to contribute for whatever reason or those that don't know the story, uh, can you just share a little bit with us? Yeah, well, in 93, Gunnar was diagnosed with CF at the age of two. It's a genetic disease. We didn't know that we carried the gene, my wife and I, Cheryl. And uh, so Gunnar was uh, diagnosed at the age of two. So that was about 30 years ago. And uh, they told us that he would probably go to college. Uh, That would probably be the best place for him to be. And and maybe that would be a good thing for him. Uh, But don't expect much after that. And when he did graduate from Boston College in, in 2013, he felt like he was at end stage illness, which would mean a double lung transplant. 2018, a new drug came to the forefront and it changed his life. He went to uh, the Dartmouth-Tuck School of Business and uh, graduated with a business degree, has now got a full-time, full-paying job. And he and his wife got married last year. And lo and behold, on Christmas, uh, he had a son born and he is the biological father, which in itself is a miracle for a cystic fibrosis male. So uh, he's my hero. My grandson is my miracle. And it's been a uh, it's been a it's been a wonderful yet frustrating but also fulfilling thirty years. Man, I love it. Uh, you've de- you've been such an inspiration just to me. Even though you know, again, cystic fibrosis is different. Uh, you've done wonderful work again, not only on the field, behind the camera, behind the mic, uh, but off the field. Uh, and you should be very much saluted for that. Uh, thank you, Boomer, for all your time uh, for joining us on behalf of FanDuel, and I uh, hope this is the uh, first of many times. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Great to see you again. You have a great day. Thank you, Boomer. Boomer Siason with Chris yesterday afternoon. And, you know, first of all, Boomer's longevity in our industry. Mm. He's been doing it for a long time at a high level. Talk frankly about FanDuel uh, as well when he was referencing his former morning show partner who is um, – Recovered and back in our industry with our company in New York City in the afternoons. Now. And by the way, doing great in the ratings. Yeah, they're crushing it in the ratings up there in the afternoons. And you know when you when you talk football with him, um, I, I mean, I could sit there and talk football w- with him all day. And uh, I think he's, you know, I think he brought up the point about Taylor Heineke, and I, I think we have an apples to apples comparison, Chris. You look at the move that the Jets made away from the number two overall pick because their locker room was 
fading on him. Okay, mm-hmm. their own locker room was fading their starting quarterback, who was the number two overall pick in the draft. Mike White comes in last week, and lo and behold, they they look somewhat explosive. They win, and you know Robert Sala and Ron Rivera both are doing a great job of feeling the locker room, sensing the locker room. Boomer, of course, played this game at an incredibly high level. Played in New York, so he right. knows he knows what that dynamic of playing in New York is like, mm-hmm. and it's not for everybody. No, but you know, I think that's the thing you have to give Ron Rivera and Robert Sala credit for right now is they have the pulse of their locker room, and they know um, that that decision is critical. And both teams, ironically enough, are competing in the playoffs because the rest of the team, Chris has earned that opportunity, and you have to coach to that right now. And that's why you have Mike White starting in New York and you have Taylor Heineke starting here in Washington. Remember, you know, Jameis Winston's out there talking about, man, I Mm -hmm. lost my job because of injury, and I haven't come back. They haven't let me play yet. Well, you could say the same about Carson Wentz. There was a time time in this game, and, and incorrect, incorrect, where just because you got hurt, when you're ready to go, you got your job back. Because you were the starting quarterback. Right. right. Well, right now you got two coaches that are feeling that locker room and doing it correctly as their teams right now are in contention for playoff spots. So we can react to what Boomer said. We'll do it with you coming up next. 301-230-0980. Boomer Science's conversation with Chris. We break it down, react to it, and we take your calls as well right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Boomer Esiason talked about it, and it's the same thing that's happening with the Jets. Right now, the quarterback is the quarterback because good things are happening. They're winning. Ryan Clark said he wanted to be a defensive back on the other team while Taylor Heineke was playing quarterback. Pete Haley with a good tweet earlier this morning, and it references all the people that You know, we talked about, Chris, the running component and why the Bears, Bills, Eagles, Ravens are all sitting there, as we said, ahead of Washington in the rushing yards per carry. I mean, Bears, I mean, look, if you tell the Bears, hey, Bears, you're going to have in week 12, your yards per carry is going to be 5.4. Bears fans and Bears authorities are probably going to be going, ooh, we like that number. We're probably, especially, look, we're going to tell you ahead of time, Bear fan, that you're going to run for 5.4 carry. The Packers are going to be 4-8. and eight. Aaron Rodgers has got like a bad abdomen or lung or something going on there, whatever it is, ribs. Ribs, that's what it is. Yeah. He's got bad ribs. I could go for some ribs right okay, now. Yeah, Jordan Love is probably going to play at some point. Bears fans probably going, oh, my gosh, we have a chance to play here in the uh, NFC North, but no, that's why Minnesota is running away with it. But Taylor Heineke saying that after film review said there were some instances, as Pete noted, that he should have scrambled and that his rush per game has essentially been cut in half from last year to this year. So is that a business decision not to run more to try and stay healthy? Or do you think he's missing? Do you think he's just missing that visibility that led to him making some big plays with his legs a year ago? I I think it's both. Um, But I also think there's an extra component. I also think he's probably coached up. and, And it's emphasized, hey, don't just take off scrambling. Don't just take off running. And I'll go back to... Week five, I believe it was, in 2000. So the late now Dwayne Haskins, um, you know, is benched after a week four game against the Ravens in which he passed for over 300 yards, but he wasn't great in that game. Um, So week five against the L.A. Rams in a monsoon of rain comes in. Kyle Allen is given the start, right? And Kyle Allen was the guy that they traded a fifth-round pick for and brought in as their guy, you know, to kind of whatever, to that knew the system. And, of course, Alex Smith at this point is now off of IR, but in their mind not ready to go just yet. And Kyle Allen runs, scrambles towards the, the then uh, Washington football team sideline and gets just crushed right near the end of the first half. 
and laid out. And he's got to come out of the game. He can't go back in right at that moment. And Alex Smith, who they desperately did not want to play, mm-hmm. who they didn't think was re- has to come in. And all of a sudden, he just gets, I mean, sacked left and right. I mean, it's just, you know, everybody remembers that, those first couple of moments when Aaron Donald's like hanging on his back, whatever. My point being is, after that game, even though Kyle Allen was cleared to return in the second half, they did not. They were really, 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 really upset with him because he put the team, Alex Smith, he put his own career, he put them in a really, really tough bind. And they were open about this. They were like, no, you know what? Kyle's got to know better. He can't run in that. He can't do that. I remember he, Ron saying right, that. And, and Scott said it the next couple of days later. So what I, the reason why I bring that up is because if they have this philosophy, right, where you only run if it's clear and obvious, we want you to throw. If you're in trouble, if you're getting harassed, if you're getting, you know, basically flushed out, throw it in a spot where it's incomplete, where it cannot be intercepted. Throw it out of bounds. Make sure it gets past the line of scrimmage so you don't take an intentional grounding. Make sure it gets out of bounds, that type of thing. My point being is I think they are coaching him to be more in control. A, to preserve his body. B, to preserve them. They don't want Sam Howell playing. Carson Wentz isn't ready to play yet. Okay, I was going to say, they don't necessarily have – the Hal dynamic, the Wentz is at least back in the conversation now, potentially now as the backup. He returned to practice last week, right. and and we assume he would be ready to go into a game this Sunday. So this Sunday, I assume, mm-hmm. I don't know if you assume, I assume Carson Wentz will be the backup to Taylor Heineke. If he's and physically he, capable right. of playing, yes. And, and only they can make that determination, right? However they make it, along with the doctors and medical and, and whatever. My point being is, I guarantee you they're like, hey, listen, dude, w- we know things get chaotic and hectic, and you might want to scramble, and you might want to break away, and you might want to make plays, and you might Heineke magic and all this stuff. And, 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 and that's inherent in his nature. But you've got to protect yourself and you've got to protect us because, you know, and maybe they're not saying it to him this way, because but in their mind, they're probably like, well, Carson's not ready. He, he just We're in back. contention for the playoffs. Right. And, we and, can't have and, Sam having to exactly. play right now. They might not trash Sam, but they would be like, well, I mean, you're, uh, but that would, look, you're I the mean, guy. Look, we know Sam Howell's got a better arm than Taylor right. Heineke. But it's Sam is there's no way Sam unless he's it's it's in it's not impossible to think he could go play an NFL game, but it's not probable to think that he could go play an NFL game right now. Right, he could come in and probably have a a a series or a two. series or two or, or streak or whatever, maybe a half mm-hmm. where he's really good. But it, it, it's it's his command of the offense, which we. There's no way for us to know exactly other than what they tell us. And then on top of that, it's how little experience does he have at this level? Sorry, just playing second halves of games and three preseason games or or uh, all of the Baltimore game, that just doesn't equal it's what It's unrealistic, you need. right. It's right. unrealistic. If he did it, great. But it's unrealistic to think that he's coming right. off the bench, you know, in a key spot right now. 
Two playoff hopefuls this week, Giants and Washington. Unrealistic to think that Sam could come out and and percolate and run your offense and do everything that Heineke's doing right now. If he did it, great. Unrealistic to think, though, that he's coming in in a big spot like that, even though though the one thing Sam Howe does not lack is confidence. Right. So, again, everybody that wants – Taylor Heineke to run around like well here, here's a, here's a good point. Look at what happened to Justin Fields. Now Justin Fields is a great dynamic talent, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was I was off on him. Okay, I mean the first year and a half I was right. All of a sudden he woke up during that Commanders game and he's been awesome since. But now he takes a rough shot on along the sideline, damaged ligaments in his shoulder. He couldn't play last Sunday. Not that that was the wrong decision. That was obviously the right decision for a three and eight Bears team against a physical defense of the Jets. I don't know if he's going to play again this week. I don't know when he's going to play again. I mean, guys can get hurt. We all understand that. But you are putting yourself more at risk when you are trying. Now you say, well, well, why does Josh Allen do it? Why does uh, Jalen Hurts do it? I mean, it's a great point, right? I, I, I want them to run less. I want them to run. I don't want Jalen Hurts to be running all over the place and to be racking up 188 yards of rushing. I don't because, again, I I think while you can get hurt anywhere, the mathematically and common sense, there your odds of getting hurt are more in the open field or maybe not so much the open field. Well, I mean, look, anytime you leave the pocket, you got a chance of a safety or linebacker coming 100 miles an hour to blow you up because right. you you lose the protections. We talked about right. it earlier. Right. You lose the protections of being in the pocket once you become a willing runner at that right. point. You can get blown up. You can get your ribs taken out by someone at that point. So... That's, I think, again, and a lot of you call in and talk about it. Sabah talks about it all the time. You know, the, the wanting Taylor to run more. We saw him, you know, in Green Bay make some plays with his legs. And uh, obviously the, his most famous play is a play with his legs in that Tampa playoff game. Right. This is his most famous play as a Washington quarterback right. so far. But I do believe there's been, and I believe it's intentional, self-preservation mode, A, because he wants to stay the starter, B, because they've told him, hey, we got a rookie who's never played over here. So if you're going to run, make sure you're running to daylight. Make sure you can get down. And otherwise, we're just throwing it away right now. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes he throws it up for grabs as opposed to throwing it away. But that's that's something you deal with because Taylor wants to give his guys a chance to make a play, sometimes to the, to his team's detriment. But, you know, at least he gives some of those guys a chance to make a play. We've talked about how Terry's targets have tripled, you know, like Family Feud in the final segment. Dollar values triple. And and Terry McLaurin's targets have tripled since Taylor Heineke mm-hmm. has become the quarterback, at least se- seemingly they have. So from that standpoint, you know, he's at least trying to give their playmakers a chance. But he has the ability to be a playmaker. And now with five games left, Chris – to me, you everybody has to sell out here. Everybody has to sell out to make a play now when it's mm-hmm. there for this football team. Mm-hmm. You have a chance to beat the Giants this week. You got to do it. I mean, you you got a chance the next two weeks to bury the Giants. Yeah, and that to me is I think it's a blessing and it's a curse. 
it's a blessing because they're playing so well. You want to keep playing because you're in that rhythm. Everything right now is a rhythm for this team. Preparation, win. Preparation, win. Preparation, win. Bang, we got everything going on. Yeah, you don't want preparation H. Right. <laughs> you want you want a situation where you know, you want to keep playing. You don't want that bye week to disrupt mm-hmm. your momentum. So, that's why I think it's an interesting dynamic over the next three weeks. You can correct some things, and don't forget, Giants got to play the Eagles yes, in between. In, in between, and Washington has a week off, right? So, and the Giants are clearly going the wrong direction. But as you have pointed running out, running out many, of players too, right? But as you have pointed out many times, you know, Brian Dable has done a tremendous job so far. Uh, he has somehow been able to keep Daniel Jones healthy, and Daniel Jones has not been killing them with turnovers, which is a big thing. And if you miss a tackle or two against Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley is Or going, Daniel Jones. Or Daniel Jones. They're going to be able to rip you apart, and you're going to lose a 17-13 type game unless your offense suddenly becomes, again, resurgent in terms of putting up points on the board. It's resurgent in the running game, but it hasn't quite been resurgent enough to put enough points on the board that if you play a bad defensive game or poor defensive game or a sluggish defensive game, specifically against those two, and I suppose Slayton as well, and they might get Bellinger back, the tight end, uh, you know, then other guys can hurt you. But my point being is... There's no way this game gets to be like the game... Here last year, thirty to twenty-seven. Oh, see does that. it? I mean, I don't see that. This, this is this I is. Mean, they both have, teams want to reduce the possessions, right. and if they get lucky and hit a big play, they hit a big play. But this is this is like a eight to nine possession right. game for each team. Right. You know, in, I mean, you in got, this game coming up, you got Darius Slayton, right? Sterling Shepard's out for the year, right? Right. Um, obviously, Tony is in Kansas City. Uh, Galladay has been a disaster. Wondell Robinson's out for the year. I mean, you got half your offense. Now, they're, it looks like they're getting Evan Neal back, mm-hmm. who I think the commanders would have drafted if Evan Neal was still there, you know, at, originally. Uh, number seven overall pick. They're getting possibly one of their guards, Brendison, back. Bre- Bredesen back. Um, you know, we'll have to see, obviously, how things shake out over the next couple of days. The Giants absolutely can beat this commander's team because this commander's team plays everything kind of close to the vest and is going to keep you in it and keep you around. They usually don't have the capability to land the knockout punch, but if you can if you can score early on offense and get that 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 confidence going that I think you got in the Atlanta game, but then it kind of wavered because of turnovers and bad decisions and whatnot. Um, If you can do that, then hopefully you can give yourself some breathing room so that if you miss a tackle or if you slip on the turf or whatever and Jones or Barkley bust one, it doesn't kill you. They play right now. Washington is the – I mean, there's a lot of Navy football in the Washington Commanders right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Run the ball, yep. play from in front, yeah. let your defense dictate to the other team. Yeah. And if Washington can get ahead of the Giants and that defensive line can dictate to the Giants, especially if you have to make Daniel Jones go back and pass a little bit more, mm-hmm. that defensive line, again, mm-hmm. 
gets a chance to dictate the terms. Yeah. And that's what they've been doing here in this six out of seven streak. The Washington defensive line has been dictating the terms. They survived without Benjamin St. Juice playing last week. Yeah. They survived with Christian Watson on the field, getting getting more snaps at the cornerback position. And you didn't even realize it. You didn't even recognize it. Yeah. You had to be people like us, I think, that watch the games and then go back and watch the All-22 and pay attention to every personnel detail because that's our job. But you didn't even realize St. Juice really wasn't on the field last week. And that's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. That's a good problem to have. Now, you'd like him to be back on the field sooner rather than later. Yes. So you hope that that ankle is getting better for Benjamin St. Juiced. But, man, that was that was something that really wasn't talked about enough, I think, last week is the fact that they survived St. Juiced, who's been their best corner, mm-hmm. being off the field and still won the football game without being taken advantage of last week. And I'm not sure the Giants have the personnel to do that this week either. 301-230-0980. Teams are also at different par- points of their rebuild. Yeah, that has to be sure. re- remember too. Washington in his year three. Giants are year Giants one with a new coach. One. And they were the worst team in the NFL combined over a five-year period. So it's not like... It's not like they walked in with a good situation. Dables at least made Daniel Jones serviceable again. Yes. Though as a quarterback. 301-230-0980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. World Cup in full effect. Group A statuses on the line as Morocco takes on Canada. Belgium takes on Croatia. All that and more as Russell has what's trending. Ah, the magnificent Morocco. Morocco and Scirocco Mole. Those are my favorite cartoon characters. The magnificent Don Morocco was one of my favorite wrestlers when I was a kid. Uh, Well, this Morocco leads Canada. Oh, Canada. Two to one in the 44th minute now. Uh, Canada just getting one uh, in the last couple of minutes. Belgium, Croatia, nothing, nothing in the 41st minute. Joey Sly. Congratulations, Tim. He's a sly guy. NFC Special Teams Player of the Month. He was perfect on all 10 field goal attempts. Obviously, Say it had... again for the people in the back, like Pete Ailey and John Kahn, he so was... they can hear you, Chris. Oh, they're all driving me crazy. 10 I for mean, 10. They're, they're all making up stuff saying that I want them cut. I but don't you, want were, them cut. you nearly caused a disaster in the press box the other day. Well, that's their fault. He did miss an extra point, which almost cost the commanders a game. Sad news, Baseball Hall of Famer. I did miss an extra point that cost us a game in high school. That's not good. Lost to Willie Roel and Broadneck, 13-6. Shocking that you remember all those details. Baseball Hall of Famer and two-time Cy Young Award winner, Gaylord Perry has passed away at the age of 88. And the Caps return to action tonight against the Seattle Kraken. You can hear it on 106.7 The Fan a little bit later on, uh, 10 o'clock. Puck drop for that one out in Seattle. And that's what's trending. I've often said I could be in a band if you just let me play cowbell, tap the wood, whatever. I could be that person. Don't ask me to sing. Don't ask me to do anything like that. But if you just teach me to do the cowbell and rhythm, I'm good. I'm in the band. 
I might even grow my hair back out if I could do that. Though, if I did that now, I would look like Gallagher, probably. Remember Gallagher, the comedian? Bald, long hairs on the side. That's a weird look. I'd like to see you with hair. No. It looked ten times better. If I tried to grow my hair out now, I'd probably look like 75 years old. When you do the radio games, Mm -hmm. um, meaning like not the TV, you know, when you have cameras on and whatever – uh, for your various different when you do just radio only especially navy football outside do you always wear the snow hat like underneath your headsets or are you ball doming it um army navy there's a good chance i'm wearing the, the snow, snow hat because it's cold because it's cold yeah. and the press box is open sure uh in philadelphia so that i mean first of all you want your window open all the time because right. you don't want that revert that Sure. Bounce back off of the but window. But like last week in Central Florida where it wasn't cold. Oh, Guerrero you, was just wearing polo. You and were just flying. Flying high with the bald head out the right. window, taunting right. the South Central Florida crowd as Navy was winning the football game. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> you were harassing them? Uh, look, I no, of course not. I wouldn't do that. But um, it is fun, though. when Like... The great thing, like we we're at MT Bank Stadium uh-huh. uh, when we broadcast games there, like we will be, uh, you know, coming up and um, when we play, we play in Baltimore, we play Notre Dame in Baltimore, and then we played, uh, we'll play in two years at FedEx, ironically. Yes. Enough. So I'm f- two years from now, we'll be the away team. So, yes, we will be stuck in that corner. So, I mean, it's just a. I felt bad for my guy West Durham last week. He took a picture from the booth and tweeted it out. He goes, "Fans, when they and I heard him, I was listening because I listened to him and David Archer. Right. He goes, "Fans, I got to tell you, when they go to the other end of the field, we got no idea on a short yardage play. It's no re- idea. No, it's really hard. It, I mean, it's really hard. Like you know, you, you, you need binoculars call, and, and binoculars are, are very distracting yeah. for me. So I, I you basically I literally watch the to, game on the video board. Right. You got to call it off TV at yeah. that point if you're if you're at FedEx Field. Yeah. And and the NFL, to me, that's where one of the things the NFL should take. The NFL should make it policy that, and I'm not saying, I mean, like in Philadelphia, we're on like the 35-yard line. You know, the visiting radio booth's on 35-yard line. Mm-hmm. But it's not stuck in a freaking corner. I mean, that that's where I give Philadelphia a lot of credit. I give the New Meadowlands a lot of credit. New mm-hmm. Meadowlands press box is phenomenal. You're, you're, you're the visiting team. You're on like the 30 or 35. You're still on the, the side as opposed to the corner. The NFL had something to do with that. You know, like that they got enough complaints. I you wonder, can do it. Chris, you can do it. It's not hard to make a booth. It's no, not hard to make not. a booth in the The problem is, is you got suites in the middle of the field well, there. Yeah. Well, that was the pro- Like when we were doing, when I was with the, the Redskins broadcast crew from 2010 through 2015, the first couple of years at FedEx Field, the first three or four years, we were literally right next to the network television booth mm-hmm. in the owner's club, whatever suite level or whatever that is. But right next to the television booth, which is always at the fifty-yard line, right? Right. Uh, I mean, the the network television. Booth, yeah. Okay. Sure. Then they moved us further down. But I you're don't still remember. on the side, though. Yes, yeah, still yeah. on the side. But they moved us further down because they wanted to sell that, right? That that's premium space, yeah. and they could get get it sold. And and Washington's not the only place. No, no, there no. There are a couple of other stadiums right. where. You know, you're in the corner. Right. So it's it's 
kind of BS to be honest with you. But and and fans, but a I'm lot jaded of times, because I'm a broadcaster. Yeah. But fans you know? a lot of times don't think we're just whining about what we don't get and whatever. But like you can't your, see to call your, the game right in your perspective, right? You're, now I have all sorts of resources available to me, replay whatever. You're calling a game live. Yeah, there's big difference. Big difference, no doubt. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. We'll bang out your calls here in the final hour, talking about Taylor Heineke and you know admitting yesterday. Pete Haley tweeted it a few hours ago, talking about how. Heineke even admitted on film that he, you know, look, I saw some things that I could have probably run and made some big plays. And is is that what you want? Do you want him to risk maybe potentially getting hit out there and maybe getting Sam Howell or Wentz back in here? Or do you want that magic to continue and you're okay with Taylor Heineke just chucking the ball out of bounds as he's probably been coached to do in situations like that, especially with Carson Wentz not available. We'll take your calls in the final hour, 301-230-0980, streaming live for free, of course, on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.